This is The Harness Habit. I've got all your best bets for The Harness this week. Tune in. Firstly, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning into The Harness Habit uh, this this year. It's been going good. We've uh, got a whole bunch of racing over this festive season, so we'll try and find a winner. But first of all, Invercargill, Jesus. They know how to party down in Southland, that's for sure. I uh, probably drank a copious amount and dangerous amount of beers. Um, shout out to the team down in Macca Lodge for hosting. Um, it was a great weekend, and they even finished up at the Gore Gallops on the Sunday. So we did a bit of this and a bit of that, and uh, yeah, have a go, Southland. So shout out to Carter Dalgetty for his first Group 1 drive. Absolutely brilliant. Straight to the top. Krug dictating in front. That horse, he's hard to follow, but when he's on, he is on fire, and any he can beat any horse on his day. Absolute beast, absolute beast. We might as well just get stuck straight in. That's what the, that's what everyone's here for. The tips. So we start on Thursday at Ashburton, race number three, fourth amendment. I just thought it was a very weak field, to be fair, behind the the short price favourite here, Kalasa. So if that thing can gallop away, then I think you know the each way value there at five and dollar seventy five, not the worst. Just wouldn't have to gallop, um, and it would probably go pretty close. Fourth Amendment, um, Maddie Williamson, positive driver, yes please. It's probably going to be a decent wee little chance there. Race number four, Ted's Legacy. I've been uh, following this big bloke for a long, long time. He's one of the most unlucky horses that runs around in the Canterbury region. <clears throat> he was brutally unlucky last start. He should lavish the mile racing at Ashburton. He's a big bastard, and he can just get forward and sit on top and just be hard to beat. Um, he's He's been knocking on the door. He's got Ben Hope, who can work his ass off down that straight, and I reckon if he gets the right tempo... He's just going to keep keep on giving, and uh, they'll be they'll be struggling to catch him. I think Yura Kobe's got some big wraps from down in Southland. It is fresh up with a couple of workouts, and it's looking very very tidy. But I think just the draw and the mile. I think there's a bit more green tick variables for Ted's legacy to go on top. Then we go to race number five, Classic Cool. This. This thing trialled up very nicely for Jason Nian Thomas. Um, it was with the late Murray Edmonds, a great man. Um, and this that, that when it was at Murray Edmonds at Moch Carrara, it showed a bit of talent on the grass. Um, and in a recent trial, he was jogging, trotting, trotting but jogging in behind the speed there at Ashburton. So he's been around the track. He's had a geese at it. He's coming in fresh. He's got to be a great each-way chance in race number five. <clears throat> Then we move to Friday night at Addington Raceway, and Krug is in again. Massive win in Invercargill. Um, he just has to go on top, really. Gets a mobile start, so yeah, my God. If he doesn't win that one after after winning a Group 1, you'd be scratching your head, I think. He's probably going to be quite short, but you could probably add him to your multis. And then we tuck into Christmas Eve. We've got two meetings in New Zealand. Um, so let's try and find some last-minute Christmas presents because I know that's what I'll be doing, trying to find something to put under the Christmas tree. And I think we might have found it in uh, Waikato, race number four, better heist. Tony Hill, Tony he's driving and he trains this one and it was a really good third last start behind a tidy one. Um, and from the Telfers, and he's got options off the back row. I don't mind it at Cambridge. He might be leaders back throughout the trip, um, and he would definitely get by up the passing lane if that was the case. So he's definitely got options there. Tony Healy, great, great man, great individual, great New Zealander. 
he could be putting a nice little Christmas present under the tree for you. Then we go down to Winton on Christmas Eve and race number one, Escobar. He looks a very progressive horse and over the two four hundred in a small field, he's the best horse in the race for me and he should be taking this one out. Ariella's been going great guns, but I've just got a gut feeling that Escobar can get the job done. Then we move to race number four, the Vicar of Dibley. This filly's been knocking on the door. She raced some really nice ones on Saturday on the uh, Group 1 meeting in Invercargill. She was a bit unlucky. She flew home and, you know, she did run well into a nice fifth. Um, but he's, she's poorly drawn here, but I think she should be too good with um, any ounce of luck and be able to get the chocolates. And then we go to race number six, Ahoka O'Connor. Really nice trials. Barrier one, Nathan Williamson for the Telfers. Now that is a combination that is a combination. It's better than mince and cheese almost. Uh, but yeah, well, we <clears throat> should be winning. Race number nine, a mass. Another Nathan Williamson. Shit, I love Nathan Williamson, turns out. Um, unlucky last start. My God, it was uh, bolting in behind them and then just got checked out of it. No luck. Barrier one is a slight concern if he's going to get out of the gates or not. But um, if he does get a nice run, he can get all the way up the passing lane and win or dictate in front or... Oh, God, he should definitely be winning that race, that's for sure. Then, uh, yeah, Boxing Day, actually. We don't have to get into the the punts, so day off. Spend it with your family, have a few beers, have some Christmas ham, get stuck in, and we'll see you Boxing Day at Westport. Lovely grass track meeting. Race number five, Star Casino. Been running some very nice races. He's a brother or a half-brother to self-assured, and he just keeps whacking away. He doesn't really mind the grass track. If he can find the top from the reasonable draw, I think he'll be hard to run down and probably a good each-way bet. Then we go to race number six. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, the Dunn's taking this one over to Westport. John Dunn driving off the uh, inside there. It is a stand start, which can uh, undone a few, come undone for a few, and you know they can bobble away. But I feel like I'm your Huckleberry's third last start behind a pretty decent one, Woodbine Rocks. Had enough merit to go awfully close in that race, so... That's your, that's your boxing day at uh, Westport. Now the two that I'd like to have a go. There's a nice little boxing day sort of race there, cup race, I think, um, where we've got uh, Chris Kyle and um, the other happy place, the two Bob Butts that I can't really separate. And they'll probably go awfully close as well, but I'm not tipping them in necessarily. Tuesday, the 27th at Gore. Lovely place, Gore. I was at the Howl the Moon Bar on the Sunday, went to the Gore Gallops and absolutely got on the beers. But we're we're back there on the grass track and I've got one that I don't mind and that's race number three, Major Fire. Nathan Williamson sticks with this horse um, and it was awfully unlucky, I thought, but it's just sort of ran with one, one head, with its head to the side and it just never really got going. Um, but it shows it's shown a lot of glimpses and it actually follows out um, a quick one called Sagwitch. So if that can get to the top, um, and, and that'll give us a nice track through. And then I feel like Nathan Williamson's stayed on this horse because he sees what I see and he can get the chocolates and start it off quite nicely. Um, but obviously, <laughs> you know, that's the thing with the punt. You know, you could be absolutely looking at the wrong thing. But having willing, willing to have a go. Then we go to race number six, my mate Jimmy Carter. Oh, crikey. I mean, unlucky at, on, uh, at Invercargill Group 1 day. 
got checked, um, broke, pulled up, sent off into the paddock. Um, but, you know, I'm willing to forgive that and have another go. Um, he's actually won on the grass once before, and he's had a few placings. So, I don't know, Jimmy Carter seems to be the best horse in that race again for me. So only on the 15 metres. And Nathan Williamson, he's got nice, safe hands. He should be able to have a go Southland and get it get the job done there uh, on the Tuesday meeting. Jimmy Carter is such a tricky horse because obviously he's got ample amounts of ability, but he can just sometimes go off the boil. Um, and then interesting, I'm going to go with one here. In race number eight, Andy Hall is back down with Nathan Williamson. He came up with, for I think he ran in the interdoms uh, with Regan Todd this year. So good to see Andy Hall back um, down in the steep south, and he's definitely a good trotter. And if he you know stepped and had a go in the Gore Cup there, the two 750 metres, he'd definitely be there at the end and he could uh, definitely take that one out. So willing to have a go on those lot and uh, hopefully we can find a few winners over the course of the holiday period. I might be back in for another little podcast um, from the dates of the 28th to New Year, um, but that, that'll that have it all sorted for you um, and hopefully there's a few winners in there. So good luck, Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year.